From Red Hook in the heart of the Hudson Valley, this is Radio Rotary. Good morning, everyone. This is Jonah Trevois, and welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people applying Rotary's motto of service above self. And today, we are coming to you from the Apple a Day Diner on Route 9 in Red Hook and the meeting of the Red Hook Rotary Club. Now, I'm going to be talking about the fabulous Dutchess County Fair, and I have two very uh, special guests with me this morning here at the Apple a Day Diner. First is Andy Imperati. Andy, good morning. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning. And Lou Ruge, prominent local businessman and also involved with the fair. Good morning, Lou. Good morning, sir. So, uh, gentlemen, tell me first uh, about your own involvement with the Dutchess County Fair. Andy, what's your title? Um, I am the operations manager. Uh, I've been with the fair for 18 years. And Lou, uh, what do you do at the fair? I'm one of the board of directors. I've uh, been on the board for about seven years uh, and a uh, local resident. Very good. So, Andy, tell us about the history of the uh, Dutchess County Fair. When did it start? Um, well, in 1845, the first Dutchess County Fair was held in Washington Hollow, uh, out by Millbrook, where the current Troop K barracks is now stands. That's in Millbrook. That's in Millbrook. Right. Um, and from there, it moved back and forth between Washington Hollow and the Poughkeepsie Driving Club on Raymond Avenue, part of what is now Vassar College. And they, it moved back and forth between those alternating years until 1919, when it moved to its current location in the village of Rhinebeck. Um, it sits on 144 plus or minus acres. Uh, and the society itself that runs the fairgrounds, the Dutchess County Agricultural Society, is made up of 80 members. Uh, 16 of those members serve on the board of directors, uh, which Mr. Rugi sits on, um, and they oversee the financials and the capital projects that we go forward with and those kinds of things give us the approval to do those things. Um, this is, uh, the, um, there are seven full-time employees at the Ag Society, and uh, we do... We have approximately 75 seasonal employees, and during the fair itself, our payroll blossoms to 400 employees to put, put on the shelf. And Andy, talking about the fair, it opens up this coming Tuesday morning. For somebody who in the audience who's listening to Hudson Valley Talk Radio this morning who may have never been to the Dutchess County Fair, number one, tell them how to get there. Let's talk about the free parking. Let's talk about what people see when they first come in the gate. Okay. Um, basically, you get to, the, to Rhinebeck uh, via Route 9 um, through, that runs north and south, parallel with the Hudson River. Um, you come in the main gate on Route 9, park in our free parking lots, and uh, make your way to the gates. And when you get to the fair, if you've never been to the fair before, um, county fairs were started uh, way back when. To showcase farmers' wares, what they grew, they competed against one another uh, with their vegetables, who had, who grew the largest tomatoes, who had the best cow in, in the county, uh, whose cow gave the most milk that year, those kinds of things, the horse shows. It was, the fair was centered around agriculture, and not only agriculture, but home goods as well. Um, the quilting, the sewing, the culinary part of that, uh, the pie contests, uh, the cookie contests, those kinds of things. That was the fabric back then of what society was about. And, each and Andy, year, if I may interrupt, that's still a large part of Dutchess County Fair. Huge, huge uh, when donut. people come in, and by the way, I should mention, uh, when you do park your car, 
If you have a little trouble with walking, they do have shuttles, correct? Yes, yes we do. But a large part of the fair is uh, our 4-H kids still yes. displaying their cows and goats. We have uh, uh, crafts people displaying their crafts. Yep. And also so a wide variety of food and baked goods. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, do you need, still need a judge for Tuesday because I'm available? <laughs> <laughs> it is possible we need a judge for the pie contest, John. I'm your man. <laughs> Maybe you should stop down. I'm your man. So, Lou Ruge, um I understand that you've got a real close connection with the Dutchess County Fair because you're a lifelong resident and you were born within uh, shouting distance to the fair. Is that correct? That's right. I was born on Mulberry Street, which is about a block up from the fair. Lived there all my life. Uh, I live a little bit out of town now, but I can still hear the fair from where I live in the, on the, during the fair. Uh, so it's, yes, it's ingrained in my life. Is that what got you interested in uh, becoming a member of the board? Well, I've always been interested in the fair, but I was asked to come on board uh, just to, to help as a businessman and uh, some of the expertise. We have a very, very wide variety of directors as far as uh, the 16, uh, cross-section of farmers, businessmen, uh, uh, you know, uh, financial people. Uh, so the 16 people that are the directors uh, have a broad spectrum of talents that can help those that are in charge run the fair. Now, Andy Imparati of the Dutchess County Fair, we were talking a little bit about some of the displays and stuff that people will see when they come to the fair this Tuesday. Uh, how long is it going to be running? Tuesday through what? Tuesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. each day. And um, what's the admission? $15 at the gate. You can still buy pre-sale tickets up until Monday morning uh, for $12. And how do they get about doing that? You can do it uh, at the fairgrounds itself to come up to the ticket box window, or you can do it online. Very good. And give us the fair uh, website. Uh, www.duchessfair.com. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper because we will be repeating that in the second half of the show. So, somebody arrives at the fair, they park in the free parking, they may walk to the gate or take one of your great shuttles. What are people going to see when they first come in? And and let's talk about uh, families bringing their kids also. What kind of attractions are there for kids? What do you see when you walk in? Um, If if you enter the, the main gate, which is where... 75% 75% of our patrons enter. Uh, you come in immediately to um, a Photoshop booth where you can have your family portrait taken and pick it up on the way out if, if you so choose. Uh, and, and it might not be great for parents, but the kids love it. Kitty Land is right there to the right when you walk in the gate. And for those of you that don't know what Kitty Land is, that's the small rides for children under 12 carnival rides, the merry-go-round, the little bumblebee rides, those kinds of things. So that starts the excitement for the children right away. And Andy, um, before we leave that, I think we want to stress that uh, the fair has been around for how many years? 167 this year. And, and the reason you've been around that long is that you've got a very strong commitment to safety for your, your, your patrons. And that uh, those rides, which I put my kids on years ago, and they now are all, both adults, they are inspected for safety very closely, correct? Absolutely. No ride starts before it's inspected by New York State Inspection. All right. So uh, once you get past the rides... <laughs> once you get past the rides, we get to... Um, you get to Livestock Hill, which is my favorite part of the fair. Um, as a boy, I showed my livestock on the hill. Um, and for those of us that grew up on farms, the county fair is the essence of uh, what you do all summer to get ready. Uh, you bring your animals, you see friends that you might only see once a year at the county fair. But the thrill of walking in the show ring with your animal and getting that blue ribbon, that's what you work for all year. Um, 
there's there's nothing there's it's hard to explain there's nothing else really truthfully like it um, and a lot of children that come to visit the fair for the first time see that and they say to their parents I want to join 4-H Dutchess County has one of the largest 4-H contingents in the state we have over 550 kids enrolled in Dutchess County 4-H um, and that says a lot about what our county is still about. Now, Lou Rugi, I know that these 4-H kids come with their, their pigs, their cows, their goats, and they display them, and they're judged by uh, experts. And at some point, they may end up having to sell those, that livestock for food. Uh, did you ever do that when you were a kid? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> because I know it's, it gets kind of emotional because they treat them almost as pets, and then they realize, I remember years ago, Carl Amer, the original Carl Amer, would come and, and look to, to buy the, the prize sows, and, you know, the kid liked having the money, but he was crying because, you know, Porky the pig, his pet, was going to go to the slaughterhouse. Do we still have that kind of a problem? Uh, yeah, that's, that certainly is. Uh, on the fi final day of the fair, um, on, the, or on the Saturday of the fair, they have an auction for the 4-H, and they bring in a great audience, and these kids then can parade their, their animals through and have them bid on. And that money... Um, goes partially to the kids and partially to the 4-H, and you'll see a lot of times that uh, the people that do buy, and they spend a lot of money. I, I, I was in awe one day when we, a chicken went for $1,500. Wait, wait, wait. A chicken for $1,500? Absolutely. Was it Colonel Saunders who made the bid himself? <laughs> and, and inevitably, a lot of people will donate that back and have it um, give it back to the 4-H so that 4-H is actually recipient recipient of that money. So it's just it's a really neat thing. But some of the cattle go for big dollars, and there's some really beautiful cattle there that are sold. And uh, the people that buy them have them butchered, and it's really a prize for both the kid that raised it and the piece of pe people that have bought that. Well, you know, we're going to find out more about the Dutchess County Fair in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebowasser. We are coming to you from the Apple Day Diner on Route 9 in Red Hook and the meeting of the Red Hook Rotary. My guests are Andy Imperati and Lou Rugi of the Dutchess County Fair. And Radio Rotary is brought to us this week by Rotary International. Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Congress Valley Cottage, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Kingston Sunrise, Middletown, and Millbrook. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. The 1,200,000 women and men of Rotary have accomplished extraordinary things. They have helped people grow food in communities around the world. They've taught millions of people to read. They've brought clean water to villages, worked toward world peace, and have nearly eradicated a crippling childhood disease from the face of the planet. But here's the thing. Each of those 1,200,000 women and men know they could accomplish so much more if only they were 1,200,000 and one. Find out what an impact one person can make Learn about Rotary membership at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org.
It's Rib Fest time. And Highland Rotary invites you to their 8th annual Hudson Valley Rib Fest at the Ulster Fairgrounds on Saturday and Sunday, August 18th and 19th, starting at 11 a.m. Enjoy live entertainment, delicious award-winning barbecue, and cooking demonstrations. Fun for all ages. And all this for just $5. And that includes the parking and entertainment. Save the date. Hudson Valley Rib Fest, August 18th and 19th. For more information, contact HudsonValleyRibFest.org. That's HudsonValleyRibFest.org. Jettleson Giordano and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Hudson Valley Talk Radio and online at HudsonValleyTalkRadio.com. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. My name is Jonah Trebowasser. I'm coming to you from the Apple Day Diner, Route 9 South in Red Hook and the meeting of the Red Hook Rotary Club. And uh, we're talking about the Dutchess County Fair. My very special guests, Lou Ruge and Andy Imperati of the Dutchess County Fair. And Andy, uh, we're talking, we're walking people through the fair who may not have ever been there before. We've talked about all the great uh, agricultural exhibits the, of the animals, but there's also a lot of plant life and, and flowers. Talk, tell us about that. Um, our horticulture center, uh, which is down in the, what we call the Five Corners, is a uh, very large um, building, 14,000 square feet, and it looks like an old-fashioned barn. Um, two, two levels. On the downstairs level, uh, it's filled with commercial landscape companies, and they come in and they do a uh, 10 by 10 or a 20 by 20 spot where they will decorate um, a landscape. And it could have uh, natural stone in it or unilock blocks and the shrubs and the sod and waterscapes and those kinds of things. And they do the whole downstairs floor in those uh, landscape design things and they get judged at the end of the week. Uh, It's very (laughs) nice to see. And then upstairs all week is cut flowers. So people just like us in your own garden can grow gladiolas or whatever you may grow, and you cut them the morning of and deliver them, and they get judged that day, and that's how uh, you and I can, can enter the cut flower show. So that's what goes on in that building. Every day is a different set of flowers upstairs, um, and the downstairs displays are there for the whole week for the folks to enjoy. Um, outside the building, Christmas trees will be displayed and judged from local uh, companies around the, the Hudson Valley that come to compete in that uh, division. Now you talked about the horticulture building. There are other buildings as well, and that's my wife's favorite spot because she goes to get the miracle mop of the year. There is always some gadget that you see all the husbands schlepping around because the wives say they can't live without that particular mop or that particular dust rag. But tell us what's in the main buildings. Um, in our main commercial buildings, um, there are tons of different uh, businesses that have their wares on display, from home improvement stuff to the to the mops that Jonah <laughs> has mentioned, um, jewelry, uh, grandfather clocks, you name it, it's on display for sale uh, or or to win or whatever they ch- so choose to do. Uh, but there is a wide variety of things to see in a commercial buildings. Um, 
as well as on the outside. Then there's also people outside selling those same things. You can you can buy a new wood stove. You can buy a, a, a wood burning furnace for your house. Um, lawn equipment, lawn mowers, weed whackers. I mean, it's. Uh, the variety is immense of the things that we have on display for folks to see. Now, Lou Rugi, I know a lot of community groups also have displays at the fair. Uh, you want to share with us some of the community groups that have been there in the past? Well, I think you're probably referring to things like the SPCA right. and some of these things, and uh, we continue to uh, offer offer these up areas for these people to bring about their uh, what they do and uh, what they do for the community. So Right, and you get a lot of good community information about what's happening in and around Dutchess County, especially Northern Dutchess for some of these groups. And, of course, you know, uh, it's a family fun area, and the whole fair is for family fun. And it's also a very safe area. We have uh, the privilege of having many law enforcement officers uh, armed patrol uh, to, be, to make sure that everything stays calm, uh, including the troopers and the sheriffs and uh, some local police, correct? That's right, and we even have uh, mounted police in the uh, parking lots on horses wandering around, and uh, uh, they're a little more agile and able to see what's going on. So that uh, it's, it's, it's a tremendous variety of uh, security people and safety and nets for all. Well, you spoke about uh, the mounted police. One of my favorite memories of the fair, and I've been going every year since 1979, was the, the, the couple of years that the Clydesdales were there, and they came on parade, and I was standing in the fair, and you could feel them coming about a five or six minutes before they came because the entire ground vibrated as if it was an earthquake. I mean, these were big, beautiful animals. So uh, going back to Andy Imperati of the Dutchess County Fair, we're talking about what people can see starting this Tuesday when the fair opens up. We have great entertainment, both professional entertainment and uh, some local folks. Uh, tell us about the talent tent. Um, the talent tent has been going on for years on the infield, um, and it was started by a man named Raphael Mark. One of the great radio personalities of the Hudson Valley. Yeah. Uh, his son, Jason, now manages the tent for the week of the fair. And basically what the talent tent is from the time we open in the morning at 10 a.m. until about 2 or 3 p.m. in the afternoon is local children uh, from the Hudson Valley, dance groups, singers. Uh, they all come and compete during the day. They get judged. Um, and then at the culmination is on Saturday, they have the finals where the grand champion is, is chosen for the week. So um, it's, it's quite fun to watch all the, of the, the dance groups and the, there's soloists and then there's groups and they do instrumentals or they do just vocals or they do dance. Um, and it's quite fun and it's a lot of fun for, the, for those children to come to the fair um, and compete like that and uh, get chosen at the end of the week to see who's the, the grand, grand champion of that. And uh, we're also going to have some uh, well-known entertainers at the grandstand. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, we have uh, we will have musical entertainment on the, at the main stage uh, for four nights this year, starting on Tuesday. We will have Justin Moore at 7:30 at the grandstand. Um, track seats on the track will be paid. They'll be twenty dollars and twenty-five dollars at the gate, um, and the grandstand seats will be free. And then on Wednesday. We'll have uh, somebody, Jonah, who I'm sure you danced to as a child. Chubby Checker will be coming to join us. I can't remember that far back. <laughs> Chubby will do uh, a 7 p.m. Sh show, and all seats for Chubby will be paid, and they'll be $5. On Thursday, we'll have another country act called Lone Star at 7.30. Uh, $20 in advance and $25 at the gate, and the grandstand will be free. And then on Friday, a group called Starship, who used to be Jefferson Starship, 
Um, they'll have a 7 p.m. show, same routine, $20 in advance, $25 at the gate. The grandstand will be free. Um, on Saturday, we'll have, for the first time ever, we will have a motorized event during the fair. We will have a freestyle motocross championship series. Um, and basically, these young guys do stunts on motorcycles, somersaults in the air and those kinds of things. Um, they're going to do two shows on Saturday, 2 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. All seats are free. And then on Sunday, we'll finish the fair up with uh, championship bull riding for two shows, 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. Um, $10 for adults, children under five will be $5. Now, Andy, I know you, you mentioned in the first half of the show, and we want to repeat that, that you can get your fair tickets in advance. Yes, you can. Now, what about these uh, reserve seats at the grandstand? You know, you those can. are also available online? Everybody but Chubby Checker is available online ahead of time. Uh, you can buy through a company we use called eTix. You can do it on, on your Internet service, download them, walk to the gate. You don't have to stand in line. They scan them in, and you're in. There's also tickets available at local merchants, correct? That is correct. Uh, admission tickets, food coupons, and ride tickets can be purchased at local grocery stores throughout the area. And you've just mentioned my favorite subject. Food. Let's talk about uh, some of the food that's available at the fair. What about, tell us first about the food coupons. Um, you, you buy at a certain price, but you get more than, than yeah. the face value, correct? Yes. You're getting, you're getting a 20% break. If you buy the coupons, you get 10 $1 food coupons for $8. Uh, and every food vendor on the fairgrounds accepts those. You hand them in. They're just like money. You get change back if, if that's what comes of it. And um, you can buy those ahead of time as well. So that's part of the package we've done with the advanced sale tickets to give people a, a, a savings. How about giving us that website once again? www.duchessfair.com. And tell us about uh, the food vendors. Uh, Lou Rugi of the Dutchess County Fair. What's your, who's your favorite food vendor? I know, I know you're not, you guys are a member of the board. You don't want to pick favorites. Who's your favorite, though? What's your favorite food at the fair? Well, we have about 90 vendors to choose from, so that's pretty difficult. But... Uh, <laughs> I intend to visit each of the 90. <laughs> we, uh, I used to be involved in uh, one of the, the uh, vendors there with the Blondies from Rhinebeck, and they're now, uh, it's, it's uh, actually the O'Hans do that uh, gig in the middle of the four, five corners. Uh, the Butcher Boys are very prominent. They've been there for years. They, these are kids that actually started out at our fairgrounds. Kind of interesting. Had come in there and just put up a little tent. They now are traveling all over the United States and Canada, and they've done unbelievable as young kids. They've matured, of course, and gone on, and uh, quite the business people. And that all started at our fair, and they still are at that. They have, I think they have, what, three Andy at our fair? Three booths three, at our three fair, booths. yes. Yep. So to answer your question, I, I, it's, it's a big variety, hard to choose. It's all great. And we, I'll tell you what, Lou, you know, my wife and I will be there Tuesday. always go opening day. Let's meet up at the gate. You and I will visit each one of them. <laughs> Andy, Andy, <laughs> Andy, in the minute we have left, uh, tell the folks there at home why they should visit Dutchess County Fair. If you sum it up in a minute. Sum up 160-some-odd years of history in a minute. Thanks, Jonah. Um, I don't know where else you can go in our area and see the things that we will offer in those six days. Um, the agriculture, the food, the wares that are for sale, um, the horse shows, those, there's no place else that you can, you can see on display 
the things that we are going to offer um, to the public. Uh, it's 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 history. Um, it's it's ingrained in our lifestyles for those of us that live it. Um, and, and until you come and see it, you can't truly understand really what it is. It's it's the excitement and the adrenaline rush, uh, and the fun is is there's no there's like no other. Andy and Parati and Lou Rugi, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary, and we'll see you starting Tuesday morning at the fair. And my thanks also to my fellow Rotarians in Red Hook for being such a wonderful studio audience. Our thanks to the folks here at the Apple Day Diner for their help. And we also thank Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of New City, New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Red Hook, and Rhinebeck for sponsoring Radio Rotary this week. This is Jonah Trebowasser inviting you to join us again at this same time next week for another edition of Radio Rotary. Enjoy a fantastic run or walk along the beautiful Hudson River at the Storm King Run from West Point to Cornwall on Hudson on Sunday, August 26th, rain or shine. Start near West Point's Washington Gate on New York Route 218 at 9 a.m., featuring 10K and 5K routes and even a one-mile fun run for kids. Walkers are welcome and free shuttle bus service is available to get your 10K runners back to the starting point at West Point. Registration is just $25 for the 10K or 5K and $10 for Kids for the Run. Participants get a t-shirt, gift bag, food and drinks. Water stations all along the way. Hosted by the West Point and Highland Falls Rotary Clubs. For more information, contact John Willis at 845-446-5483 or Google them at Storm King Run. That's 446 446- 5483 or Google Storm King Run.